With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The big story of the day, yet another day where the Cleveland Browns say, It's us against the world! Cleveland! Yeah, you need to either get with us or against us! I'm tired of the Baker Mayfield playbook, but this is where we're at. Well, but at least they're consistent. Yes, well, I, I know, I, but I know everything that's coming now with the Browns. It was two days ago. ESPN analyst Rex Ryan called Baker Mayfield overrated as hell, said he's a one read quarterback. Now, this is on the heels of another couple of incendiary 
opinions that Rex Ryan has had. He's had a good week. And finally, we are seeing the Rex Ryan that everybody thought they were going to see two years ago when he was hired. Oh, Rex is going to be so great. And what did I tell you then? He's not going to be great because he still wants to get back in the NFL as a head coach. So he's going to stop short of criticizing players because he doesn't know what his next job is going to be. So he's not going to be that guy. And he has been very vanilla for the past couple of years. But now he knows I'm not getting back in. Nobody's hiring me. I can let it all go. And now it's like he's decided that. Now we're ready. We're ready. We're going. And I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to because I'm not getting back in, even though I still think I'm the de facto head coach of the New York Jets. I'm still going to say things like I want. And now this is the Rex Ryan we thought we were going to get. Well, I mean, he could be a, a good coach for the New York Jets right about now. <laughs> he still thinks he I guarantee you he has what like a, a room in his house that looks like his office in in New York, like it's all done like it was you when he was coaching like the it's Jets. A bad thing. No, it's a, it's like uh, there was an episode of West Wing once where a former president had a had a fake Oval Office built into his house after he left office because he missed being the president so much. And I, I think that's you know that's kind of what Rex Ryan has. He's got his whole ha- he's got the long hallway. Oh, this is Brian Schottenheimer's office, my OC. I have this is where I go into the film room over here. I mean, I still think he has that. I really do. That'd be a cool little. I mean, go go back to cribs. It'd be I mean, disturbing. You, you build, build in a lot of stuff. Here's my Shark Tank. Here's my my whiteboard and film room. It would make <laughs> it would make the foot fetish thing look like okay. Now he's got well. The he's foot got, fetish thing was nothing. Uh, well, no, no. But he I'm liked saying, feet. Yes. Who cares? Okay, it's still different. That's the story that cut through. You don't get that story every day. It was nothing. Okay, but you don't get that story no, every day. I, I get it. It's but interesting. It be, but it became this huge deal over what? Right. The more it, interesting thing was that the, his wife had a tattoo of Sanchez. Well, that was a much bigger deal yeah, than whether yeah, he liked was, feet or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that happened either. But anyway, <laughs> when, when you make foot fetish videos, can you really say a tattoo of Mark Sanchez is, well, I can't believe she's got that. No, it's. Really beautiful feet. Yeah, well, I, I other think that, than, you, I mean, you can believe that. Feet. I don't. Yeah, I didn't watch like enough feet. to know if there was anything else going on. But <laughs> so yeah. Rex calls Baker Mayfield overrated as hell. Mm-hmm. And today, Browns head coach Freddie Kitchens stepped in and defended his quarterback, saying that oh, overrated as hell and a one-read quarterback. That's not him. I appreciate his uh, opinion and all that, but he's not in our building. He has no idea what we're doing. So, is he a one read quarterback? No, he's not. I mean, that's asinine to even say. So, that was Freddie Kitchens. He's not in our building. We don't care. And he's not a one read quarterback. That's asinine to say. Now, Rex Ryan, who really knows absolutely nothing about the offensive side of the football except how to stop it, says, I'd love to be the OC in Cleveland. You have Odell, Jarvis Landry, Chubb. Oh, yeah, I'd love to be that. No, no, dude, you knew absolutely nothing about the no, offensive side fine, of the football. No, that's fine, but it's what I think every coach, no matter what part of well, what the is play you're in. Throw it to Odell. I could do that on the sideline. But hey, that's, throw it to Odell. And then the next play, instead of throwing it to Odell, you fake it and you throw it to Jarvis Landry. No, Go no, do wait it. A what, was I that mean, not the criticism of the offensive against the Rams, though? Why didn't they throw it to Odell? Right. Everybody to said Odell. the same thing, sure, sure. so Rex isn't wrong no, here. No, 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 It's like, I'd love to have the luxury of all these guys. Unfortunately, you lose Njoku <laughs> now to IR, but you still had but all I, that weaponry, I think so Rex even says, if it's oversimplified, look, he's still right. Rex has very rudimentary knowledge of how an offense runs, except from how to stop it. All right, That was the one thing. He didn't really know how to do it. Well, so I, mean, I turned the offense over to whoever his offensive coordinator was. That's still Rex Ryan's way. He still would have hired, tried to hire anyway, five competent offensive linemen. Something the uh, Browns and Freddie Kitchens <laughs> and whoever else had say on that 
clearly erred on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in no, but, a big but that's way. the whole thing. Why is he a one-read quarterback? Because he doesn't have the time, and he's got to get out of the pocket. But this is where quarterbacks, in their evolution, go, okay, when things break down, what do I do? If it was mic'd up, he probably yelled hot route hot route! seven times. Go long! Go long! <laughs> The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. So it wasn't just Freddie Kitchens who responded because you knew, and I knew exactly what's going to happen. Rex Ryan insults Baker Mayfield. Now Baker Mayfield's going to get involved, and he's going to play an us-against-the-world mentality because that's Baker Mayfield's playbook. It's all he knows how to do. So what happened today when Baker Mayfield met the media and was asked about Rex Ryan's comments? It's whatever. In the wise words of Freddie Kitchens, if you don't wear orange and brown, you don't matter. And Rex Ryan doesn't have any colors right now for a reason, so it's okay. That's what it is. You don't wear orange and brown. You're not in this building. You're not with a... I understand. Of course, you stand up for your team. You stand up for yourself. But this is the only playbook that Baker Mayfield has. He goes out of his way to look for slights. He goes out of his way to find people who doubt him. Because that's the only way that he can come up with motivation to play. I'm going to play hard. I'm going to look for guys saying bad stuff about me. And I'm going to continue to engage with them. And instead of letting stuff go, I'm going to keep feeding it. Because that's what feeds me. Is people who say, I can't do something. So I'm going to play with that chip on my shoulder. You can't win in the NFL by being mad. All right, I, no matter how much you think the NFL is an emotional sport, you can't just get really pissed and say, boy, now I'm pissed. Okay, that's great. You know, when I was 12 and someone, I was talking about a football game going, oh, the Jets got to play the Dolphins this week. The Dolphins lost 31-14 last week. They're going to be pissed. And I would go, oh, man, you're right. They're going to be really mad and they're going to win this game because they're mad. I mean, that's how you act when you're, when you're 12 and 13 because they're going to be <laughs> mad. You can't get mad and win in the NFL. But this is what the Browns are about. They have to to execute. You can't just win on emotion. And this is where Baker Mayfield thinks, no, everybody's going to doubt us. No, what gets to it is, let's solve this problem. But what they want to focus on outwardly is everybody hates us, and let's rally around and circle the wagons. And you got to be exhausted right now if you are in Cleveland with this. Every day, because you have made yourselves a target. And now it's all, look at everybody hates us. You know what? If you really want to look at why, quote, everybody hates the Browns, everybody doesn't, but certainly the Browns are polarizing. And you get people who say good things about the Browns and like them, and you get people who say bad things about the Browns and don't think they're as good as they're cracked up to be. You want to know why that's happened? That's on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is the guy that turned the Browns into this, hey, we used to be the team that everybody rooted for. Last year, it was awesome. Everything Baker Mayfield did, boy, he was fun. He cut through. He was a guy that spoke his mind. But now, when he speaks his mind all the time, and he picks sides when a player on his own team has a quarter has a contract controversy, when wide receivers aren't lining up right, he's yelling at them in practice, and he's picking a fight with everybody in the media and listening to what is said, yeah, that's going to turn people off from being on your side. You want to know why the Browns went from America's darling to boy, everybody hates the Browns, it's because of Baker Mayfield. And at some point, he's going to have to look in the mirror and go, maybe I need to just back off a little bit. Maybe I need to not respond to every jab that is thrown my way. Maybe I need to just concentrate on getting better. Because what's going to happen is, we need to win games. And so far, our offense has been a dud. And it's been me, and Odell, and Jarvis Landry, and Nick Chubb, and we have done absolutely nothing. We had one play in our three games, we had one play, an 89-yard pass to Odell Beckham. It was against the Jets, so that doesn't really count because the Jets stink. <laughs> but that's what, you've had. that's what you have to look at. Forget about in this line. Forget about that. Fight the battle of how do we get better. And I'm not saying that they're sitting around the meeting just yelling at each other and saying, let's just get fired up instead of looking at film. But 
when outwardly this is the image that you are projecting, you're going to put up with all this nonsense. And when it looks like this is the only way you can fight battles, that gets tired really, really fast. Like I said, it's got to be exhausting in the Browns locker room right now. Well, they were everybody's darling after all these years. They've, they've been a non persona other than the they weren't even a lovable loser they were just losers i mean that's it it was cleveland and how many losses are going to pile up this year and what's going to go wrong and the only thing that kept them from becoming truly the laughing stock of the league is that they were in the same state as the Bengals, and you had the oakland raiders where everything was burning around the stadium mm-hmm and on the uh, infield grass right, and on the infield dirt as you went along. For Baker Mayfield, he's by chopping at windmills and just going the whole Don Quixote thing every time his name is mentioned. I think he hears it on the wind. Oh, my ears are burning, whether it's you, (laughs) Colin Coward, anybody else here on the network that says something critical. Look, you're completing 50% of your passes. Okay, that's that's it. Let's cut to the chase. Forget about everything. How how can you be better? It's time to just shut the hell up and play football. You got Baltimore this week. That front seven is no picnic. They got some problems in the secondary, but your offensive line is not going to be able to hold them back. Once again, you're going to be throwing quicker than you normally want to. That offense is going to be accelerated, and you're going to have to figure out how to adjust on the fly. And so far, we haven't seen it. No, and you, already saw, by the Titans. And you already saw Earl Thomas say today, we're sick and tired of the Browns hype. We, we can't wait for this game. Right. We're sick and tired of their hype. They've decided, hey... We want to make. Hey, we, we love. We're feeling great about ourselves. This is what goes along with that, and the Browns can't handle it so far. Earl Thomas also, you know, tongue in cheek because there's an awful lot of hype machine that's been rolling up the last three weeks uh, with their quarterback. Well, and everything at least going. he's playing well. I mean, at least you could say Lamar Jackson yeah, is I mean, playing it, well. But it's the kind of thing. A couple of bum slaying efforts brilliant in them, but now it's time to, to win a divisional game wow. and take care and shut up Baker Mayfield. Look at you, fantasy guy. Second most fantasy points in the NFL, and you are ripping so did he, on him. Did he bum slay wow. or did he, did he bum slay? Still got those fantasy points, that, didn't he? There's no question. You can't take those away. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back to the National Football League. Melvin Gordon. He's back. He listened to me on Twitter, and now he's going to report to the Chargers, though he's not going to play week four. He still hates you, even if he's reporting. Even though he's listening to me now. In case you missed it, he and I got in a back and forth on Twitter when I said, before the season, Melvin Gordon has to realize he's not going to win any points and get paid by sitting out. He's got to play and he's got to show the Chargers that he is a guy deserving of getting paid, whether it's by them or somebody else. He comes back at me and you are. And I wrote back new phone who dis. He wrote back. Yeah, exactly. All right. I got my point across. He understood. It's an okay exchange. Yeah. And now he's reporting. Why? In the words of ESPN's Josina Anderson. He needs to show the Chargers his value on the field. I said this for months. I told you this months ago. Months ago. That this is not going to work. That this strategy, you don't have the leverage that Ezekiel Elliott has. And you need to get in there, play this year, and either do your holdout next year when you go into your final year and try to get and show that you're indispensable and get your contract then. But the Chargers clearly have said, you know what? You're not a priority for us. We feel okay with Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson. And he still ignored my advice. Now, he's going in at the right time because you just had the Chargers come off of two games in which they had trouble scoring, and now they can use Melvin Gordon for some more punch. Well, now, not if, this if week, one of those games, it would, week five. If, if he could have kicked, that would have helped. True, but I mean, you're I mean, coming that, in the, by saying, hey, you didn't score against the Lions, you could have scored more, you kind of, you, you really f- fell off against the, the Houston Texans, you blew a 10-point lead. Yeah, but right? I mean, this is also the last year of his deal. I mean, this is it. Yeah. So, in terms of wanting to get an extension and get the Chargers to go deep into the coffers or franchise tag him or whatever it would mean, that he, he needs more cash and, and put up numbers, right? So, he needed to get to free agency, he needed to be back by week 10. So we figured that would be about the time he'd show up. And then it'd become a question of, all right, does he stay? Does he go? Does, you know, is he going to pull a hammy? 
or mm. ill, or I, I'm sorry, I'm bleeding bleeding into the Jalen Ramsey stuff. Yes, you are. Yeah, it's, it, it's, that's right. I mean, they kind of they kind of get a little murky together there. But final year of his deal doesn't have the ability like Le'Veon Bell did to say, "All right, I'm sitting out a whole year and I'm hanging out on a jet ski." He eventually still had to show up and report. not on, not on a banana boat. He's losing. Nope, not he there. lost nine hundred eighty nine thousand dollars. Based on he lost more than that because they wanted years. to give him ten million dollars a year. That would have That's been at least report. for two years, yeah. right? So he could have made ten million dollars for at least each of the next two years if he signed that deal. And instead, now I'm going to report and I'm going to make my version of five million dollars this year. So I could have easily gotten him fifteen million more dollars by saying, "Dude, go in. If the Chargers are going to give you ten million dollars a year, it's going to be for at least two years. You're going to see both years of that deal. Go make an extra fifteen million dollars." But instead, he's not. And now he's showing up. And this is the issue: is that it's not the running game with the Chargers. Right? You look at the production that Justin Jackson, Austin Eckler have had. It's not their production. They have both easily made up for Melvin Gordon. The issue with the Chargers is penalties and too many really awful time turnovers. Right? You just saw the last two weeks in which they lost, in which they had the really bad Austin Eckler fumble that wiped out a touchdown on the goal line with the Detroit Lions. And this past week, you had a touchdown and an interception wiped out by penalties against the Texans. Well, that They're happened, against, that happened the, against the Lions. Yeah. I mean, you had back-to-back plays where you had touchdowns called back. They're not struggling moving the football. They're not str- they are struggling with making boneheaded mistakes. That And this is all solvable. But for him to come in, hey, that's great. And But he's going to come in. Is he suddenly going to carry the ball all the time? No, he's not. Because the Chargers are getting a lot. And he's, he's not going to come in not being in football shape and carry the ball 20 times a game. So he's coming in, which is good because he needs to play. And he's got to hope that by as the season goes on, he can suck up all those carries and Eckler fumbles some more or Justin Jackson falls off. But it's not been the running game that has caused them issues. His problem was that whoever he was listening to for advice gave him bad advice. You know how I know this? Because he's coming in now, and he's not waiting until week 10 to get $5 million. He's coming in now going, boy, I really need to play to show teams that I can still do it. This is a bad strategy from the beginning, and I give him credit for coming in now, but really, this should have been solved months ago. As soon as the Chargers said $10 million a year, great. I, maybe I don't want it for four years, but let's do two years, and I'm going to get $15 million more. I really, I, I don't see how this wasn't solved before now. No, and that's just it. If the report is true, and that's the amount of guaranteed that was sitting out there, and that's that's always the question, right? But they never just. It's not like Melvin Gordon disputed it. Which, if it wasn't there, they would have said, "Ah, no, it's not what was but, out there." But at some point, all he was doing was fighting with you. And responding True. a little bit back and forth there. He was responding and fighting now, with Now, today me, yes. he was on Twitter going back and forth with Justin Jackson, but I believe that's more a Wisconsin-Northwestern thing sure. than anything else uh, as they, they get set to battle this weekend uh, at Camp, Ran- Camp Randall. It's not going to be a battle. It's, it's, I, I hate to say it's not going to be a battle, buddy. I'm sorry. They beat the spread in the last nine times. All right. What's, what's the spread in this game? 35? Pretty big. It's, um, <laughs> look, I, look, I got to take it to its core. I got to find a that's win gonna, somewhere. That, that's going to be your, your chant as you watch the game. Beat the spread! Beat the you don't, spread! You don't think I didn't have years of that? <laughs> I had many years of that. Yeah, but, but many years Northwestern wasn't even on. I mean, you couldn't even gamble on Northwestern. Uh, sorry, this game's not even televised. We how can't dare have you? We had it locally in Chicago. <laughs> hey, you can beat Shadow it. Shadow 5, Northwestern! Followed by the 5 o'clock movie and a special on Nostradamus. I'm gonna Was s- he right all along? Yeah, I'm going to scissor Yay. kick you in the back of the head is where we're <laughs> headed here. But, you know, for Melvin Gordon, if that money was on the table and the guarantees that we're talking about, 
you've got to read the tea leaves, right? I, I don't. I never blame a, a guy wanting to figure out his worth and hold out, but you also have to read the room. Yeah, right? and that's where you're at in this, in terms of how indispensable you are to an offense and to your team and the team you're dealing with. Are they ones that are going to go back to the checkbook and say, okay, we need to pay up? Right, this isn't a Jerry Jones. All right, I want to keep my guys, so I'm going to find more money to go do it. No, it's it's a different type of organization that stands by what they've set out and what your dollar amount is. And for Melvin Gordon, he probably also wasn't looking forward to if he'd stayed out till week ten. I mean, that's another million and a half, and that's plus, not, and that's right. <laughs> not enough stats to be able to say, hey. Next year in free agency, well, I'm the guy. Given some injury enough. history, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that were working against Melvin Gordon in this case, and and we've enumerated them multiple times. He's back in the news though. I mean, he cut through the Antonio Brown or Jalen Ramsey or whatever, and he pushed to the front of the line. Welcome mm-hmm. back. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Somebody, an athlete, says something that really cuts through and makes you stop and go, whoa, this is really something that you don't get every day. And it's such on a higher plane of understanding what it means to be an athlete and what it means to be a player nowadays in the National Football League. And today was that day with Titans tight end Delaney Walker. Now, Delaney Walker's been in the league for over a decade now. And he was asked about team struggling, how things work, what you do, what's the best way to get a team from struggling to get back to where they should be. This, of course, coming off the Titans' defeat on Thursday night at the hands of the Jaguars, in which Marcus Mariota looked terrible, and you think, oh my God, is this this going to be it for the Titans? Are they going to wind up just having a bad season, and they're going to wind up moving on from Marcus Mariota? Things are tough. What do you do? How do you get past it? And when Delaney Walker was asked that question, take a listen to his answer. When I came in the league in 2006, I know that's a long time ago, um, the atmosphere was a lot different. You know, we were one and two, it'd be pissed off guys walking around here, calling guys out, team meeting without the coaches. But today's football, a lot different. Yeah. A lot of these guys can't take that. A lot of these guys don't like to be called out. They want to fight or they want to be traded. <laughs> and it's, it's that's pretty much where we're going today with this game. Is, as you can see, the rule changes and everything is just different. The guy yells out millennials. Yeah, he yells out at the end <laughs> millennials, right. Right, uh, laughing it up. And... There's millennials, right. Millennials ruining everything. That is such a prescient comment by Delaney Walker. That's a good word. That, uh, put that know, five hours You like that? Trip. P-R-E-S-C-I-E-N-T. Well done. Because that's exactly what the NFL and what sports is now. Yes, do every 10 years things change? You can get a bunch of guys who left the league in 2006 and started in 1996, and they would say, boy, things are different from when I started. Mm -hmm. Because every generation you get it, you get a different opinion, and things always evolve. Everything evolves. Players always evolve. He's right. He's 100% right. Players now don't want to get called out. They're not not down with that. This is about upbringing of, of people and how... Children are raised now in American society. You can say, oh, there's participation trophies. Don't yell at my kid ever for any reason. I don't discipline my child. I don't do this. I've read a book about this. I've gone to school. I go to a special school where there's no discipline, and kids get to run around the schoolyard and do whatever they want to, and they make teachers drink paste. All of these things happen. Now, this happens when, when this is the era we're at in the United States where, hey, discipline of children and stopping them from really exploring their world is always, hey, you're going to explore, do whatever you want to. But the, hey, you're doing this wrong part of it, 
we're not as focused on that anymore. It's just a different way. In a different way, kids are right. You go back 30 years ago and you saw kids being spanked all the time. And then you go back before that, and it was kids getting hit with a belt. I, mean, no, I got the wooden spoon marks on my yeah. psyche all these years later. I always got threatened with a wooden spoon, but not hit. With I got the spoon, spoon but occasionally that's just, a buckle. You name it. I mean, yeah. it's there, but it's different times. Yeah, and but that's just how it goes now. Players now aren't down for that. They don't. They don't want to be able. They don't want to be told, hey, you're failing off. They're going to unplug from it because they either never been told that or they can't deal with it mentally. And that's a great thing. But the, the main takeaway from this is that here's Delaney Walker saying, look, things are so different. And you know the thing that needs to evolve are the coaches need to evolve. This is why Mike Tomlin doesn't get the credit he deserves. I always say, look, when you somehow you got Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell to the field almost every Sunday to play and you were a yearly Super Bowl threat. That is awesome. But think about he's a guy that has bridged outside of Bill Belichick who only brings in the players that can subscribe to his philosophy also having the plays help but no, no, come Mike on, Tomlin's man. a guy who went from he bridged that entire 2006 to now and what happens he's still as successful as he was and he's been able to go from Heinz Ward Ben Roethlisberger Jerome Bettis to Antonio Brown Le'Veon Bell Ben Roethlisberger then James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster Ben Roethlisberger now Roethlisberger's hurt but you need to be able to understand how to motivate the current NFL player and that's what coaches and that's why a coach is worth so much to do that because not everybody can. So many coaches say, "Well, this is how I've always done it." Yeah, and that doesn't work now. Doesn't well, but, work. In but look at Mike Tomlin. Look how young he was when he took over. Right, that yeah. helped. He, yeah, he being had a relationship more relatable with the players, yes. and being able to understand players perhaps at a different level. That's why people mock the. You know, hey, here's here's your phone break with Cliff Kingsbury, and you and I looked at it and said, "Fine, you have to do it. You got to figure yep. out how it's going to work." We know attention spans uh, are uh, shortening by the day, 280 characters uh, at a time. But just go all the way down. Go to college, right? First sign of adversity, you've got to battle for a job, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Guys in oh, the yeah. transfer portal faster than you can say boo uh, along the way. And and that goes to quitting sports, quitting different clubs, going all the way back, and teachers in the classroom that they can't speak to students. They've had to relearn how the, the language of addressing students. You can't just, if someone's not paying attention, you can't call them out directly as you could years ago. You've got to finesse it in a whole other way. And once the parents get involved, it's a whole other ballgame. There's oh, yeah, a whole yeah. other psychology I like that, that comes in here. And Delaney Walker strikes to the heart of it. Yeah, this is the coaches that can communicate with the current player are worth ever, worth way more than scheme and anything else. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So what is next now after Drew Rosenhaus said Antonio Brown wants back in the league? Joining us now on the hotline is Robert Klemko. And Robert, I got to tell you, man, I was worried about you a little bit when I saw some of the tweets that Patriots fans had out for you after uh, that story broke. They were not happy with you. Yeah, that was uh, that was a little weird. You know, I wasn't so worried about the tweets, but when I started getting texts and people started putting my phone number on Twitter, I, it was getting a little bit real. I mean, how, Did you find out how your phone number wound up on Twitter? Some guy just started creating anonymous accounts, you know, at Pat, Pat's Win 2019 and, and Edelman MVP and all this stuff, and, and he was just tweeting out my phone number, and then my phone just blew up with spam texts and threats. Uh, it was bizarre. Wow. Is everything okay now? 
Yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. I mean, it wasn't that serious. Look, I'm not, I'm not covering the White House. These aren't state secrets here. <laughs> you know, I remember once you want a great story. I worked with Akbar Bajabi Amila for a while, and he's a great guy. I still talk to him now and again. Now, you know, American Ninja Warrior all over NFL. And he said, I want to do a thing when I was hosting NFL Fantasy Live on, on NFL Network. He was, I want to do a thing where, you know, people disagree with me recommending this guy, and you call me. And if you disagree with me. And I said, okay. And he does it, and we blur out, and his, his mouth is blurred out. But I go, dude, is your phone number 676 He goes, yeah. I go, yeah, you're going to get phone calls. He goes, no, what are you talking about? No, I go, I could read it, even though it was blurred out. He goes, no, no, no. Sure enough, after the show airs, his phone starts blowing up. And go, hey, Akbar, is this you, man? I want to talk to you. So that's, sometimes that's how it happens as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's high time to change my phone number anyway. <laughs> hey, so now we saw Drew Rosenhaus say today that Antonio Brown wants back in after the end of what's going on with him legally. I mean, is it really anything that can see him back in short of everything legally gets solved and a lot of time has gone by? Yeah, you know, I think that a team is going to want to know two things. Um they're going to want to know how the NFL uh, is going to rule on this. Uh, they're going to want to know uh, how the sexual assault case uh, the, in the lawsuit, how that's adjudicated. And then the, the other big thing is, did Antonio Brown get some help, right? Because everybody looked at him texting the accuser with the four other people, the four other random numbers on there, texted her a picture of her kids, and they said, this is bizarre. You know, this is beyond the pale. This is a person who's not well. Because normal people don't make decisions like that. So I think that Antonio Brown first is going to have to get clear with the NFL, get, get clear with the courts, and then it's going to take some team being convinced that if we sign this guy, it's not going to completely blow up in our face because he does something else that we can't explain. So we move from him to Jalen Ramsey, who's got a little bit of the playbook from Antonio Brown in terms of at least insubordination to a degree. I mean, we can't prove sick versus back, and now he's off for uh, paternity leave here for a couple of days. But the trade request remains. How does it all end? I mean, as he's submarining whatever value the Jaguars might have been able to get for him trade-wise. Yeah, you know, they got him to come out and after he said he wanted out, they got him to come out and say, I'm a Jaguar and and try to smooth things over with the understanding that he'd be out on the market still. And I guess he's getting impatient uh, as the trade deadline looms because, like you said, he's driving down the value. I mean, if teams start to feel like the Jaguars have to get rid of Jalen Ramsey, then the Jaguars aren't going to get as much for him as they would have if this had all been kept quiet and then they just suddenly started shopping him without a peep from him. So um, I, I think it's a tough situation for the team. Um, I think it's been brought on by players like Antonio Brown and really by the NBA. Sure. I mean, I think a lot of, I think a lot of NFL players are extremely envious of the way that NBA players seem to have free agency, whether or not they're in a multi-year contract or they're actual free agents, um, and they're realizing that they can kind of swing it around a little uh, the same as these guys. Now, the football community, the football fans don't uh, accept it as much as NBA fans do, um, but you know, I, I think these guys are beginning to stop caring. 
You know, it's funny because I, I, I've said that not it's not that Jalen Ramsey is the new Antonio Brown. It's like he's the smarter Antonio Brown. Because Antonio Brown, hey, I want out of Oakland, so I'm going to curse at my general manager, and they're going to find a way to cut me and not pay me any money. But here's Jalen Ramsey in the past 36 hours, which has been, I'm calling in sick, I have a back injury, and I'm leaving, as I told you months ago, because my daughter is being born. And it's, you know, it's like, okay, they can't just cut him for insubordination because, well, the guy said he's sick and he's got a back injury and he's leaving because his kid is being born and you don't know when he's coming back. It's like, this is a smarter thing, but still, this is what Jalen Ramsey's trying to do is to force the Jaguars to say, we're sick of you and we're just going to move on and we're going to trade you and move on and you can get paid from whoever else wants to pay you. Yeah. You might amend that assessment of Jalen Ramsey if he gets traded to a team that he does not want to go to. Because then he may try to force his way out doing a lot of the same things that Antonio Brown did. I mean, if it's if it's a worse situation than, than the Jaguars, and there are several worse situations in the NFL than the Jaguars. Jets. Then he, yeah. <laughs> then he, he, may, he may try to force his way out of there, too. Potential for ugliness certainly all around. Robert Klemko joining us, National NFL writer, insider at Sports Illustrated, at Robert Klemko is where you find him on Twitter. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And Melvin Gordon going to return to work for the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, what did he accomplish, Robert? I uh, lost about $975,000. There you go. Okay, that that cuts through the noise right there, right? He showed how deep the Chargers running back room is. Uh, <laughs> These are all things all that bad things. That, that, they're not good well, things well, for Where's him, one on the, on the win side? I guess he's three weeks healthier. He's healthy. He's three weeks healthy. All yeah. right. There we go. That's good. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, obviously this is... A humongous win for the Chargers. It's a, it's a loss not only for Gordon but for for running backs everywhere. Um, it, it was always going to be tough for him to get a deal. He was going to have to have you know Anthony Lynn or Philip Rivers pound the table for him and say we can't win without this guy. But they already showed last year that they could win without him. Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson were a fine tandem. They were four zero when when Melvin Gordon was hurt. Obviously, he makes them a better team, but his leverage was extremely slim. I mean, we talked about when he was holding out and Ezekiel Elliott were holding out, how different the cases were, and they panned out just like you'd expect. The Cowboys needed Ezekiel Elliott so much more than the Chargers ever needed Melvin Gordon. Robert Klemko, Sports Illustrated, senior writer with us here on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. Now, lastly... The Cleveland Browns spent most of the day today answering Rex Ryan's jabs. ESPN analyst and former head coach said, look, Baker Mayfield's overrated. He's a one-read quarterback. We watched Freddie Kitchens say, to say that is asinine. Baker Mayfield even jumped in and said, hey, you know, he's not in our building. We don't care anything about what a guy like that says. But really, from a football perspective, things are getting pretty dire for the Browns. They haven't looked good the first three weeks, and now, hey, they wanted to play look at me all summer. So when you play look at me, and you're not playing well, you're going to get this kind of attention and having trouble dealing with it. Yeah, you know, I think there's a few personalities that wanted to play look at me, and then they end up representing the whole building. And obviously, you know, it's Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, and, and two, I think, a smaller degree, Baker Mayfield. Um, but, you know, I didn't understand Rex's criticism because if you watch this team, and I've watched all three of their games, it's not that Baker's a one-read quarterback. It's that he only has time for one read. I mean, they have you know uh, one of the worst-performing offensive lines in the NFL right now. 
Um, I, I did like the reaction from Baker and Freddie Kitchens because I think Freddie is trying to do something in Cleveland that a lot of head coaches have failed to do over the last couple decades, and that's build an identity there um, that shuts out the noise. And so a lot of teams like talk about shutting out the noise and you know only worrying about what goes on in our building, and that's easy enough if you have a legacy of winning, but it's so hard if you're the Cleveland Browns. So you build a motto around it. You know, you make it a focal point of your organization and you say, we only care about people that wear our colors. And you have players repeat it over and over again until it starts to become true. So, you know, I didn't mind what Freddie and Baker had to say about Rex Ryan. Uh, I think Rex Ryan is a little bit lamer for that criticism just because the issue is not Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. You can follow him on Twitter, at Robert Klemko. That is at Robert Klemko, football writer, Sports Illustrated insider, and owner of a brand new phone number, most likely in the next 24 hours. Robert, (laughs) as always, my friend, appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. See you, Robert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.